a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Behind-the-scenes experience in Washington and around the world. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome to Inside Sources. I'm your host for today, Kirk Jowers. Um, we are fortunate to have Representative Ben McAdams on the phone with us today. Ben, how are you? I'm doing great, Kirk. Thanks for the opportunity. Oh, it's great to have you on the show. You've uh, you took office earlier this year. How have you liked your first seven months in office? You know, I am loving the opportunity to represent the people of Utah in Washington. It's a it's a lot of hard work, and I you know uh, put in a lot of time. Have been holding town hall meetings right now within with in each of the counties. Within the first ninety days, we held a town hall meeting in each of the counties that I represent. Now we've held over two dozen public meetings. And I think it's just important for for me to listen to the people who who I represent. I often say that my job title is representative, but that's also my job description. So I'm out huh. there listening to people and then trying to take that back to Washington. Well, yeah, that that brings up an interesting point. I think I think you campaigned on, and your reputation was uh, your ability to kind of bring warring factions uh, together, uh, and, and had done that at Salt Lake County and here in Utah and. And uh, then you were going to the to the big leagues in D.C. Um, how is that going? How rough is it back there? Is there hope that you can actually bring uh, these two sides together in its current atmosphere? You know, Kurt, we have to fix the broken Washington. I'm, I'm sad to say that I think it is incredibly broken, and uh, and the divisiveness is real. The divisiveness that we see from a distance. I've seen it up close now in Washington. We have to fix the broken Washington. I oftentimes, when I'm back there, I reflect on my experience as the mayor of Salt Lake County. And, you know, one of the toughest issues that I worked on as mayor was homelessness. And I was doing some work, and I formed a partnership with Speaker Greg Hughes. He and I became fast friends. Even though we had differences of opinions, he's he's a conservative Republican. I'm more of a moderate Democrat. Uh, we had different ideas about how to approach our problems. But... Uh, we worked together, and I, I did what I could at the county level. I went to Speaker Hughes when when we needed help from the state level, and he responded. We oftentimes hammered through our differences, but then we came to an agreement and we moved it forward. And I think that's what we need in Washington: is people who are going to bring your bring your ideas to the table. We don't expect everybody to to think alike. We want different ideas. We want debate, but we want constructive debate. Debate where people are going to ultimately hammer out an agreement, listen for good ideas, and recognize that. You know, they're good ideas that are going to come from both sides of the aisle and then uh, work to get that done. And so, you know, I feel like I know what consensus building looks like. I know what it like it's like to work across the aisle. And I just want to see that happening in Washington. And, and that's 
that's what you know the commitment I gave to uh, people of Utah when I ran for office, and it's it's what I plan to deliver on. Well, you're mentioning uh, former Speaker of the House Greg Hughes is is a great lead in for me. Immediately following you uh, here on on Inside Sources, we'll have we'll have Greg Hughes. So uh, thanks for I'll that. Tell him I say hello. I yeah, will. I'll, I'll tell him you say hello. Um, on that front, uh, you have uh, founded co-founded the bipartisan congressional What Works Caucus. Uh, that's kind of a, an exciting thing to do right off the bat. A lot of times you see members of Congress try to sit in the back of the room for a few years and, and assess everything before they, they start anything. What made you think that now was the time to start it? And, and uh, can you give me an update? Well, tell us what it is for those who haven't followed it, and then uh, give me an update of where we are. Yeah, so the What Works Caucus, it's, it's a bipartisan group where are working to bring data-driven decisions to government. It's something that I was really passionate about when uh, I was in county government, to make sure that every decision we made is backed up by empirical data, uh, that it's well-informed and not just haphazard. And, you know, I think, so I started this What Works Caucus to try and make sure that uh, federal dollars are spent the same way. We have now spent hundreds of billions of dollars at the federal level on things that we don't know whether they work or not. Some of them certainly do work. Some of them probably don't. And, uh, and the fact that we're flying blind uh, with those federal dollars is, I think, inexcusable. So, you know, my push for the What Works Caucus, it goes hand-in-hand hand with uh, the first bill that I introduced, which was calling for a balanced budget amendment to the Constitution, requiring Congress to get their uh, fiscal house in order and to, and to bring spending into to live within their means. And I think the only responsible way to balance the budget is to make sure we have data to know where we can cut uh programs that aren't really having the impact that we hope them to have and uh, and continue to invest in those programs and those investments like transportation infrastructure and water infrastructure, those things that we know have a uh, deliver an outcome that's important to the American people. And so for me, the What Works Caucus is uh, an important thing that really is missing at the federal level. I'm so pleased that we've gotten the support that we have. We just, we just created the caucus and are moving forward to implement it right now, myself and, and my co-chair. And we are uh, now recruiting members and working to ensure that, uh, you know, we had support of 70 bipartisan local, state, and federal leaders who came together and signed a letter supporting the creation of this caucus. And uh, we hope to grow it and make sure that every decision we make, uh, especially our funding decisions, are driven by data so that we can get our fiscal house in order. So I, I had breakfast this morning just by chance with the Republican senator, U.S. senator, not from Utah. It was neither Romney nor Lee. It was, it was another one. Um, and, and he had this theory. I'd like to test it on you. He said, he said look, Kirk, um, he said what the Democrats are doing right now is very similar, uh, but worse, of course. He's a Republican, but worse than what the Republicans did in 2010, where he said we, we kind of got off the the road a little bit with the Tea Party movement probably went a little too far. We have corrected, and then he said the Trump thing notwithstanding, we've kind of corrected a lot of that. And he said now the Democrats are going Tea Party plus on the other side, and you can see it in these Democratic debates, and that's that's why it's almost impossible to get things done back there. What do you think about that theory? <laughs> well, in, in my experience, I, I've seen – you know, a lot of dysfunction on both sides of the aisle. I, I will be the first to admit that there's a lot of dysfunction. And I think uh, policy 
the uh, heading in the policy, wrong policy direction on the Democratic side of the aisle. But the same can be true of the Republican side of the aisle. What we need is people to come together, bring your ideas to the table, and then sit down and talk to people who have different life experiences and different perspectives and try and find a way to, to find consensus. This, for me, isn't about whether the Republicans are right or the Democrats are right or who's wrong. It's about what's good for America. And uh, I think that's where we've lost perspective. And I also think it's worth pointing out, you know, people, there were 104 members of Congress elected in 2018. Uh, if, if all you watch is, is Twitter, you'd think there were only three people elected to Congress. And so there's, you know, there's, there's some of, uh, you know, a, a, a difference between what gets the publicity, what gets the press, and what's really happening. I'm, I'm so proud that I, I joined the Blue Dog Coalition. We, a lot of people may remember that Congressman Matheson was a member of the Blue Dogs. Blue Dogs uh, kind of waned in their uh, uh, strength over the last several years, but uh, we elected a lot of new members of Congress who have joined the Blue Dogs. Blue Dogs are now 27 members strong, and uh, they're a centrist group like myself who believe in fiscal responsibility and believe in reaching across the aisle to find solutions. And um, Blue Dogs are really have a lot of power in this Congress. And so while uh, some of the more extreme members of the Democratic Party and more extreme members of the Republican Party, those are the ones that oftentimes get all the headlines, uh, I think it's important to look beneath the surface and see what, uh, what some of the, you know, the people who aren't going viral with a, a tweet or a, an online video, what, what they're doing and, and uh, the work, the impact that they're having. And I think if you look at that, you're going to see, you know, get past the uh, extreme voices on Twitter, right and left, and the extreme, you know, some, sometimes outlandish and sometimes very inappropriate comments from uh, Republicans and Democrats. And you look at what's happening in the center with um, the bridge building and consensus building that's happening. I don't think it's happening enough, but it, it is happening. And I think there are a lot of good people on both sides of the aisle that are working to heal the divide in Washington. Well, Ben, thank you so much for joining us today, and uh, uh, we'll look forward to catching up uh, later and seeing how uh, the Congressional What Works Caucus is going, how its membership is growing, and whether it's having an impact. But I appreciate you giving us that report. And we will be back uh, uh, with Inside Sources with former Speaker of the House, Greg Hughes. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.